listening to Allie of the Dolls, just two Chicago friends talking trash. From what I've heard, he's a murderer. Could he murder me? How would he murder me? I don't know, but if he does, do you want me to... He's number one. Raise your children as my own. Yes. And be with your husband. Will you do this in in, in a wifely way? Uh, Will you do this in the state of Indiana? Um, yeah. Will you wear my hair as a wig? (laughs) (laughs) That's so creepy, but yes. Okay, because remember when we used to play that game, the top three people that are going to murder you? Well, it wasn't a game. It was serious. It was like our life insurance. I have... Yeah. Chris Blum is always a number one killer. You think number one? I feel like he's a a perennial number three. Perennial? Wait, who is top then? I think that changes over time. Oh, my new roommate. Oh, yeah. That's number one for sure. Um... uh... I don't know. I don't know who else wants to kill me. Maybe someone in my family. My brother, maybe. Yeah. She might want to murder me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think she would, like, plot to murder you, though, but if it seems like someone just impulsively bashed your head with a candlestick, then I might look to her. I don't know. I think she's a good candidate for the candlestick-type murder, too. You know what I'm talking about? Like... We're at a dinner party, there's a giant feud. Fuck you, bash over the head with the stick. That's a different kind of murder than, like... Two-thirds of my murderers are in AA. What does that tell you about that? <laughs> People hate you because you are such an amazing drunk. That's what they tell me. <laughs> okay, my murderers are number one with a bullet. My friend's cult leader boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Number two... Always and forever, I think a solid two is my mother-in-law. Okay, I can see that. She wants you out. She might murder you, raise your children as her own, and wear your hair as a wig. That bitch is wearing my hair as a wig right now. <laughs> I probably, like, shower at her house, and then when I get out, she goes to the drain, takes my old hair, and adds it to a collection. Totally. She's just waiting to get the full weave. <laughs> What would you do if she just had, like, one extension I don't know. of your hair? One time, my sister-in-law and I were being ready to go out, uh, like, to a bar or something. She, my mother-in-law was going to come with us. We were on vacation. And my sister-in-law and I were in the bathroom together, like, at the vanity, at the mirror or whatever. And we were putting on eyeshadow. And I had said to my sister-in-law, I was like, oh, you got to try this. Try this is really nice I, I just got it I love it or whatever girl stuff and then she comes in and she's like girl stuff and takes her big finger smudges it all around the eye, con- eye shadow container and then smears it on her face like the woman from the Drew Carey show style oh yeah yeah I mean it wasn't blue eyeshadow, but it was a similar application technique your sister no, my mother-in-law. Oh, your mother-in-law. My sister-in-law was like, oh, here. Oh, your sister. Oh, we were okay. putting on makeup together in the bathroom, so we're going to leave, you know. She touched that with her finger? Finger, and you know Was it I yours? eyes, yes. Oh, my God. And then put it on because she felt, like, left out that she wasn't part of the eyeshadow application party. 
And then she also gave you pink eye. Probably. Oh my god, what you've had. Only once. I've never gotten that. You know what? I gotta tell you, I have a lot of fears in this life. Herpes. <laughs> pink eye. Mm-hmm. Being murdered by my in-laws. <laughs> uh, dying in childbirth. Wait, herpes is one of them? Oh my god, yes. Mouth herpes, the most. Oh. I mean, like, I'm not signing myself up for bad herpes either, but... They're, I mean, it's all, it's all very upsetting. Um, dying in a fiery car wreck. You know, there's 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 some fears, which may come as a surprise. But pink eye is one I have faced and conquered. Because I gotta tell you, the bad things about pink eye, it's pink eye. It's a little uncomfortable. You gotta throw out your eye makeup, but you might as well do it anyway because your mother-in-law stuck her fucking thumb there. Right. However, you also feel pretty much fine and. It's a totally acceptable reason to call off of work. Yeah, you have to. Because it's contagious. I know. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me. It was years ago. I think that's probably of the 2000s, the number one fear I faced and conquered. I mean, that's a big one. <laughs> but every time I see somebody with pink eye, or one of my friends has it, I am like, Terrified. I understand. It's I don't know disgusting. how I've gotten gone through life without having it. That's disgusting. I don't even like talking about it now. I feel like my eyes are gonna like pop out of my head. Okay, that's natural. Let's change the subject. Who do you think is number three on my list to murder me? Maybe your schizophrenic ex boyfriend. <laughs> I talked to him the other day. Shut up. Because he thinks his brother is gay, and he wants to call me and ask me how he should force him to come out. <laughs> Why does he want to force him? How old is he? Isn't he like significantly older than his siblings? Well, there's four of them, and then there's like they're pretty spaced out, like three or four years in between each. And then this is the youngest one. So, yeah, he's a lot older than this kid. But not, I think this kid's got to be like 25, 26. Oh, okay. He's an adult. Wait, why did he call you? Because <laughs> he knows that you were president <laughs> yes. of the Alliance? <laughs> Um, I think he called because he knew I was president of the Alliance, and because he knows no gay people, so I was the closest thing he could find. How do you not know any gay people at this day and age? If you don't think it's like you, you live know in Indiana or something. Yeah. If you don't know any gay people, it's because either A, you live in Indiana, or B, you know gay people, but you don't know you know gay people because you're an idiot. Yeah. So is it... What's it, what was your advice? How do you get someone out of the closet? <laughs> Two hands and a coat hanger. <laughs> uh, my advice was, he'll do it on his own time. That you can't force him into it. That he might not even like have come to terms with it himself because he's living in the mom's basement without a smartphone. He doesn't have boyfriends or bring men around or you know or girlfriends for that matter so I don't know that he's like credulousing people in the four corners parking lot or anything um so who knows where he's at with it A B the best thing you can do is just like not be a dick about it right yeah why does he want him to come out I think he just wants him to like be himself and be comfortable and I was like well the fastest way to make him uncomfortable is to out him so (laughs) why don't you just like why do you need him to come out for your own purposes 
you already know, or you think you know, so what does it matter? You know what he should do? He should, next time he's around his brother, like, go on his phone, or, yeah, phone, and be like, oh, here's a video of a man fucking another man in the ass. And then if if the brother looks to see it, (laughs) then you know he's gay. We should just make him a gaydar, like from the sharper image, just put on the metal detector and like wave it near his parts. Like in the office. I mean, yeah. It's like, oh man, I went to the best movie last weekend. This one guy was nailing this other guy (laughs) up the ass so hard. And it was just really enjoyable. Have you seen it? Yeah. (laughs) Like what's the name of that? Oh, gay porn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. It was silly. I, had... I don't think he's going to murder me, though. I was just saying maybe if he had an episode or whatever you call those things. Oh, sure. Goes off the bed. Sure. Well, if we're including everyone we know going off their meds, then I'm a dead man walking. Right. Maybe my brother. I, don't know. I just don't think he cares about me enough to murder me anymore. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think now people would be like, nobody would want to murder me except for maybe Lum, because everyone else would be like, oh, you know, he's, you know, not doing that great. Might as well keep him alive. (laughs) Like, I think think people are, yeah, that's why I don't believe in the death penalty. I mean, I do, if you really want it. (laughs) But like, I think it's, I'd I'd rather be killed than spend my life in prison. I agree. I mean, I think your roommate is good, number one. I think your any friend that you have current conflict with is a reasonable number two. Slash your brother, which kind of falls into the friend with conflict group a little bit. And I think Chris Blum is number three with a bullet and has been for years. He wants to murder me. He's just a little murdery. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure on his road trips he's done some rape and murdering. Okay, so question. If you found out that one of your closest friends did commit murder, like they're out of state. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an accident. They didn't mean for the person to die, but they did. And this was years ago. You find out about it. What do you do? Okay, I have a lot of follow-up questions. Okay. So okay. did they like they were drunk at a bar and got into a fight and like punched him too hard and then he was dead, or like? No, they meant to hurt this person. They got a hooker. It was a random stranger. Yeah, exactly. Let's say hooker. And they were like choking her. Because that's what they're into. Which one of my friends would get a lady hooker? Let's start there. Besides possibly me. Maybe it was a boy hooker. Alright. So he or she. Hooker sex on a It's a hooker that, and things went too far and they got killed. So they're not, they weren't like crazy like, they would be in trouble. Because they definitely killed the person. But, like, they were playing fine, choky sex games? Yeah, but they were, they took it too far. And, like, I think in the back of their mind, you're not sure, you know, you're not sure in in your mind if they meant it or not. You know, it's kind of questionable. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it could definitely look like an accident. Yeah, but but they're hooker murderers. What'd they do with the body? Like, the person says, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I killed them. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm not sad that it happened. Well, how do I find out about it? Do they come to me like in a torment of guilt and say, oh my God, this is, I haven't been able to sleep in eight years because that one road trip through Dallas, I 
accidentally killed that hooker and how am I going to live with myself? No, they're just drunk and they tell you. They're like wasted. And like, they don't remember the next day telling you. But they were like, oh my God, this one time. And they just tell the story like plain Jane. Like a fun party. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I've never told anybody this, but... One time I was in Dallas and I was totally in choking with this hooker, <laughs> and then he died, and it was a murder. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, whatever. So where did they put the body? They were at a seedy motel. They just left it there yeah. and ran? Yeah. Poured some bleach over everything? Yeah. They didn't shave their They didn't show... The before. <laughs> <laughs> they just left. Cut off the guy's fingernails? Um, okay. And they just haven't been caught. Oh, man. But do I know this hooker's name? Like, probably not. You know nothing about the hooker. All you do know is the location of the town. I think I would send an anonymous postcard. A postcard? (laughs) (laughs) You're right. A sealed envelope would be better. (laughs) Wish you were here. Greetings from the Windy City. Yeah, right? It's just exposed a postcard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's revise my plan. In a sealed envelope, I would type a very anonymous note. To, who do you tell about dead? Oh dead my people? god, if you're Clint writing pieces. if you're writing a letter to the FBI, you have to do it from newspaper <laughs> clipping. You can't type it or handwrite it. It has to be done. Oh, sure, I can. <laughs> I just use an old printer at school. No, but I want. I think it'd be a lot more fun. Yeah, that's true. Out. Okay, but that's a lot of work. So my, I might clip out "Dear FBI" and then the rest of it. Okay, say. all right. Uh, dear, dear FBI. <laughs> say that in different tones because the letters are different sizes. Um, or you could do it at the end where you write. Love. Um, <laughs> I hope my reward is one million dollars. You like to type it out. <laughs> so you would tell. You would. You would let somebody know. I think I'd have to, but I think conversely, if the person, what if it's me? If you came to me in a fit of remorse, no. So it's a fun party anecdote. Yeah, I was just like, you know, uh, yeah, like I went down to go visit Chrissy one night, and I. I left one night and got a hooker and killed him. Well, now that you're alone in your bedroom, I'm going to say I just let it slide. Um, (laughs) You're right. (laughs) um, It's okay if you tell. I would tell. I think I would tell. I would tell. I would tell anonymously, though. And I don't know that, well, would I tell who it was? Well, because I'd have to. Other words, what's the point? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hey, there was, yeah, right? It's not like you, like, uh, what was the that show Breaking Bad where they would, like, bury people in the desert? Then I might feel, in that scenario where the person was missing, I would feel the greatest urge to tell to bring peace to their family. Like, their dead body is, you know, ten paces west of the cactus off of exit 30, you know, whatever, then I would feel 
compelled to tell. But since they already know he's dead, because you left him in a motel bed, the only purpose of in telling is to incriminate my friend. Yeah. So maybe I'd just say bygones and hope that you <laughs> wouldn't do it again. Bygones. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I would tell. Actually, if I was, especially if I was like drunk with the person and they tell this to me, I'm always afraid that I'm going to get murdered. So, and I yeah. like to strike first. So, if I think you're going to murder true. me, I might murder you. Like, preemptively. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, wait, this person's telling me this. You know, that's kind of smart because if I accidentally got drunk and confessed to my joyful murdering motherfucker, <laughs> the next day, I think the best way to play that would be to take a blackout. Like, play possum? Oh, like, I get no, what you're no, saying. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Play it. possum. We've all faked it like Hey, Aaron, I murdered somebody once. <laughs> <laughs> Just fall over. With my feet in the air. Like yeah, That's not the scenario here. B, I thought you were going to do it again. Or perhaps now, as we were saying, C, to protect myself. How do you contact the FBI? <laughs> you clip shit out of a newspaper <laughs> and you pull it to the back of a postcard. <laughs> It'll find its way. <laughs> <sighs> because you can't even look that shit up on a computer. You know why? Because if you Google... Cold cases FBI, they probably have some sort of heebie jeebie spyware on that so they know your IP address and then they'll come and get you. I mean, some people might just do that. I can't believe they're going to get everybody who looks up cold cases. Although, maybe, I don't know who does look at that stuff. But a lot of people like snapped and shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. Murder shows, mysteries. That's true. There's a lot of like amateur online detectives. Oh my god, let's become detectives. And solve hooker murders. <laughs> hooker murders only though. <laughs> only <laughs> It'll be our niche. <laughs> yeah. Hooker cold cases. We need to do it. You blow it, we show it. Because we're boy and girl, so we could both be hookers. Pretend to be hookers, you know, if we have to, have to go undercover. You know, to, to catch the perp. Totally. <laughs> I think this is a good plan. I think this is a If they're, like, upset, yeah, like, really upset and everything. I did this. It's been haunting me for eight years. And if it was accidentally-ish, then yes. If it was straight up, they just, like, I went out to murder, then I would tell. You have to tell them. But if it was, like, you know, sexy fun time, gone a little too... Rough. Yeah, got out of hand. Then no. Because, I mean, I like it rough. <laughs> well, accidents happen. I've never been choked. I don't want to choke anybody. I don't get that either. I'm not into that. I haven't been able to take a deep breath in three months because of where this baby is sitting in my body. Because <laughs> I do not understand 
how that would sexually arouse someone. I've also never tied up or been tied up. Now, did Robin Williams choke himself masturbating, or did he purposely kill himself? He purposely killed himself. Did he do it by hanging? The guy from NXS, he killed himself by hanging himself, doing the masturbation thing. Also, David Carradine, the actor. I think that's how he died. It just seems like that's an activity Kill best Bill, involved Bill. with, like, a safety partner. They do it, like, I think when they're ma- yeah, masturbating. Well, they can, you just have someone else control the belt and you can masturbate in front of somebody else. <laughs> How do you bring that up to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to masturbate and I'd like well, to hold this leather on my back. Our safety word is when my eyes start to pop out of my skull. <sighs> I don't know. Hanging just seems like a gruesome but efficient way to go. Yeah, but I mean, where do you get rope and what do you hang it from? And how do you tie a knot? Let's start there. That seems like a noosey knot. I've thought about that before. I'd have to look that up. The FBI probably has an alert on that, too. I think I read an article the other day uh, that said something like, if you Google something really blatant, like how to kill yourself, Google, like, it starts plastering you with help ads and, and things like that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Or Siri. I think Siri is supposed to give you the suicide hotline number. Suicide hotline. She's such a smug bitch. If I want to kill myself, Siri, your last job is to tell me how to do it. This is taking a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about hooker murders. <laughs> then we talked about how we wanted to solve their cases. <laughs> so that was nice of us. And it started out, though, with who in your life wants to kill you? Yeah. (laughs) Today, how to, if I need to get into contact with the FBI, how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think this has been a successful podcast. It didn't start out that promising, but it said, here's our conclusion. Don't tell us if you murdered anybody unless you're sorry about it. In which case, you will keep, we will keep your secret. And don't try to stage our suicides by hanging us, because we both really admitted that tying a noose is way beyond us. <laughs> and if you ever see us mailing a postcard, you know what's up. 